Welcome back to the most. Hang on one second. Let me put my let me put my headphones in so I can hear you. Okay. We outside out here. Oh, we're outside this time, not in the office. This works. Look at this champion. Look at this champion. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah. Perfect. What um, what's going on, bro? Yeah. Why aren't you? Come back to the most highest podcast on the internet. We um. Why aren't you here? Why aren't you, why aren't we filming this in Mexico? No, we are gonna film a podcast episode in Mexico too. I got the money when's for that, it. Yeah, when's that happening? Probably during the break, December for sure. Plus, you gotta I show thought. me around. You gotta show me around in Mexico. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell you to the cartel and get some get some organ money. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you would. Morgan's so was pretty useless, though. Yeah, I'd imagine. What's uh, what's the topic for today that we're talking about, Yusuf? Uh, so let's talk about double standards. Double standards. Okay, go ahead. What uh, what about them? For example, like in life, there are such double standards in words that should be absolute or definite. Like, for example, the word truth. Everybody has their own truth in some sort of way. And now we have people throwing that word around saying, this is the truth, even though they're just basing it off of their own perspective rather than empirical evidence. And empirical evidence could also not be true because it's all just statistics to the point where you you don't really know what's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, could you um... agree with that? Yeah, so... I wouldn't say this is really double standard, but yeah, I was thinking I actually had someone on TikTok today be like, because um, I had a video saying that you should speak your truth because it's like your job, it's your responsibility to do that. And then they were like, um, like there's only one truth. It's like, no, nah, bro, like I have a different truth. Like the fact that we're even having this conversation means there's two truths. Like if I think one thing and you think the other thing, like it's because we have different. Yeah, um, and those both are considered true, is it not? Like, because it is well, based I, on our perspective. I guess, yeah, like, it, it, I wouldn't say it's considered true. It's like, it's a perspective, you know? I don't I don't really think there is, like, too much of an ultimate truth. Like, there's so much stuff that I'm just, like, right about, but then I'm still getting argued about it because other people are like, that's not right. And I'm like, but it is. But it might not be, you know? I've been wrong about a lot of shit. Never know. Um, but the thing is, like, also looking at certain statistics, right, also aren't that definite as well. Like, statistics are shown based off of many different people, but it's not like it's everybody. You know what I mean? So it could be different for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like... Um, it's like a double too, standard like... to say there is one truth. That's what I mean. Like, that's such a double standard in itself. Mm. Well, I guess I, I guess you just don't know what the meaning of double standard means. Like a double standard would be like, is it's okay for a guy to cheat on his girl, but it's not okay for the girl to cheat on the guy. You know, that's a double standard. Do you think that's okay? Um, I think if you communicate about it, it's fine. Well, have you communicated about it in your relationship? Because I know you're in one, or maybe out. I've not. Uh, I've not communicated this. I uh, I try to kind of communicate my truth as much as I can. Like. Um, but it's something that should be probably negotiated at the beginning of a, of a relationship so that everyone knows we're on the same page kind of thing. 
Um, so, yeah, it's like, well, yeah, I guess, uh, what do you think about this? To me, honestly, it, it, it just depends on you as, because, again, even that is based off of your own preference, right? Because pe some people prefer to be with other people while mm -hmm. also being with the person that they love. But, I mean, hooking up with other people too, right? That's normal. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it just depends on, the, like, obviously your own perspective, how you view that stuff. Like, I don't think monogamy is the best thing ever. I mean, monogamy is definitely, to me, overrated. Mm -hmm. Because there's so much, like, people just make monogamy itself be this thing where it's so perfect when it really isn't. There's always something going on. So I think actually maybe doing that stuff could actually help you in a way. And yes, it is a double standard, but it, we're human. We're At the end of the day, we can't be perfect. We can't just commit to one thing. We always want to do something different, mm -hmm. you know? But I guess it's only a double standard if you don't want your girl doing that either, you know? If yeah, you it is. Go, a double no, I'm going to do that. Yeah, so that's, but that's the thing. For us as guys, our intention is that we just want to try something different. But that person we're with, we love them. Like, mm -hmm. we only love them. But at the same time, you, we want to have fun and we want to do this and that. Where, But we cannot see ourselves with, like, we can't see our, like, the person we love do that. We don't want that because that would hurt us in a way or make us feel yeah. some sort of way. Yeah, so I'm kind of, like, on that same vibe. Like, I think it's, like, for me, I'm like, oh, I have no problem with it. But I do have a problem if, uh, like, the girl does it for me. I'm like, oh, no, that's not happening. Um, but yeah. that could be ego-related stuff. Like, my boy, I have a boy here who I, I trained jujitsu with. And he was, he's in an open relationship. And he's like, yeah, like, I felt kind of guilty the first time I, I slept with some other girl. And I was like, oh, like, I told my girl about it. And I'm like, I feel guilt, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, that's your feeling. Like, that's not my feeling. Like, leave me. Like, whatever bad feelings you have, that's for you to work through. And then he's slowly been working through it. And he's like, okay, I'm, you know, like, now he's like, yeah, like, if I see some girl I find beautiful, like, why should I not have the chance to experience this while I'm in a relationship? Like, I can have both kind of thing. And then, yeah. um, and, th and then he was saying, though, that he's like, and this is where kind of I would need to work on it, is he's like, no, like, I want to picture you to picture your girl, like, getting double teamed, you know? And, um... Yeah, I'm like, yeah, like, I'm no, no, thank you, bro. He was telling it, saying a bit. Our other buddy, he's like, yeah, like, he's super possessive, and he's like, his face like crinkles up. He's like, no, nah, I don't want that. Um, but for, for my boy, he's like, no, like, I love that. I just picture her face, like, her enjoyment. If she's enjoying it, why would I try to stop that? Why would I try to like stop another person from having a good time if that's what she wants to do? And it's like, if you take your ego out of it, it's like, oh, damn, this, you know. I don't even think it's ego. Like, yes, there it is a part of it. But at the same time, if it's the person you love, you just don't want to see the person you love do that in general. It's like, mm -hmm. even let's say it's your sibling, right? You wouldn't want your sibling to do that with other people like that, you know? You just want them to be with their husband or whatever, right? You just want them to be with that one person. You want them to be a good person because you love them and you want the best for them and you think, I think we're all programmed in a way where we think that's what's best for other people, even if it is our relatives, et cetera. But then when it comes to like ourselves, 
we want to enjoy other aspects of life, not just be in this one relationship where you only get to see this one person for the rest of your life. We want to try other people just for the fun of it. But I think it's different for the person you love, if that makes sense. I think it's also... It's also because of emotion as well. It's because of the the rush that we get when we're in love. Because when we're in love, we just want that person we're in love with to be with us as men. Because like us as men, we are very possessive just by nature. We've always been like this. And so that's what we're talking about with the with the the gel like the ego part, right? Because it's like if you instead, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Um, number one, one of the things that you said was like you want the person, either they're your sister, you want them to be a good person, you know? Yeah. Um, and I guess that's like an issue where we're where we're assigning good or bad to it. That's kind of one of the problems there. Yeah. Um, yes. So, so yeah, I feel like it's like, oh, like this person is with someone else. Like for me, I don't think there's really any good or bad unless it's like not communicated, you know? So the thing with, um, the thing with this book I read, it's called the state of affairs by uh, some girl. Um, It's about cheating and relationships and um, pretty well. She said that like a lot of relationships, they get bad if they do decide to stay together after someone's in faith in, in, infidelity i don't know mm-hmm. infidelity whatever the the root word of infidelity, infidelity no it's infidelity. yeah i know but like what's the what's the root word of that like unfaithful i guess i don't fucking know Unf- um infidel in, yeah that's not <laughs> it's like the root word would be unfaithful or uh unforgettable yeah, I it's just like it's just weird that it's like infidelity but then like the root word is unfaithful i don't know i, I don't i don't know anyway <laughs> We're not the best at <laughs> this is two fucking dummies trying to figure it out. Um, but yeah, so she was saying that like if people decide to stay together from there, then it's a good like it actually kind of can be better because you're kind of putting everything out on the table. Um, mm-hmm. And the default when you get into a relationship is just monogamy, right? That's just the the default that we've fallen into. But like gay couples are better at this because they seem to be better at like communicating like okay what are the rules here what are the ground rules and it's like if i'm going to be with someone forever what is what is it that works for me you know what are the rules that we can set and if but we i say also that, like but i also feel like for that type of community it's a lot more limited whereas to our community it's a lot there's like a bigger pool if that makes sense just because before like if we go like 50 years back none of this was allowed you know being quote-unquote homosexual or being lesbian was not allowed whatsoever so this like is our generation thing it's been popularized now whereas the before was just men be together that's it nobody else yeah but that that's the that's the reason they're better at this communication because they've been like controlled for so long so they're less likely to be like okay like we're hopping in a relationship let's immediately like control each other fully like they're more willing to negotiate like okay what is possible what is it something that we're doing um and yeah i I don't think um i think as well like i'm a big fan of history i study history a lot it's like the issue is we did put labels on this shit to begin with you know like alexander the great he was gay pretty much 
but he was also sleeping with girls. So, yeah, and no one seemed to have a problem with it. I think there at some point something switched, and they're like, "This is good. This is bad." I think it probably started with religion, to be honest. Um, well, I mean, everyone had like a religion before, but then we had like the solid, the solid ones, like the the Hebrew, uh, Christianity, and Islam. Those religions, when they yeah. like solidified these rules, that's when things got a little bit weird. Um, and they're good in some some ways, and then bad in some ways. Honestly, but it's also due to human interpretation too. Like, because everybody interprets their religion differently, even even subconsciously in a way because there are rules there are do's and don'ts that we as humans still do anyway let's say this is against the religion i know so many people in my religion that still go against that and think it's okay because of x y and z because they kind of curate their own rules for their own religion so it's always it's also about interpretation if you think about it mm-hmm it's like think, re- um, like for religions, it's like reading a book, like reading the Bible or the Quran, right? Some people will think of it differently just because that's how they're wired. They yeah. always have their own perspective or their own biases within it. Was, and that, and that's the most human thing about religion. It's the fact that everybody interprets their own religion differently. Yeah, the issue is when you're trying to force other people to interpret, like to live the way that you interpret it. Like if you look at the wars in um, like between Ireland and England or like, sorry, North Ireland and, and South Ireland, like that was done over the smallest argument of religion. Like pretty much it's like, did Mary give birth to Jesus? And that's it. Yeah, That's it. And then like so many people died from it. And it's like, Looking at it now, I'm like, that's possibly that's pretty, the dumbest shit I've ever heard. That, that's it, it's weird to think about that us as humans really do fight over the small, smallest things. It, it doesn't matter about what happens if there's like something that rubs a person the wrong way or denies whatever perspective you have, that can create a fight in itself. And then when you look back at it after that fight, it's like, that was just stupid. Well, I mean, it depends on if someone can look at it like, oh, that was stupid. You know, like there's some people that just like they've never talked to someone again over like the smallest slight, which I think is pretty fucking dumb. Um, and they hold on to it, right? Like there's ego involved with that as well. Yeah, um, people are kind of too proud. And ego, I don't even think ego necessarily is a bad thing. I think it depends on how much of an ego you have. I think everybody should have an ego to the point where they can they have respect for themselves. But otherwise, after that, if it's just you're being a dick, then it's a headache. Yeah, that's a that's like a complicated one. I don't really know. Like some people say, like ego's the enemy, blah blah blah. But then, like, would we do anything with it? I don't know. Like, I I think the, yeah. the jury is still out on that one. But, the them like the people who say it also have an ego of, for themselves you know what i mean like mm-hmm. there's no like ego exists in everybody even if it's like a, a little bit like i think every single human on this planet has some sort of type of ego even if they mm-hmm. want that all they want and that's even me i i sometimes would want to deny that i have an ego but 
at the same time, I can look look at myself and at my past actions and I can faithfully say that I have ego for sure. The way I talk, the way I act, definitely ego related. Absolutely, bro. You're like the most egoic person I know. I was asked uh I was asked recently, I was like, who's who's the most egoic person? And I said you said why and they're, and, and they're like who's that who's that and it's like some guy <laughs> he runs the Hassid podcast um yeah huge ego on him i mean hey i i try not to i try not to but yeah like, i mean it's like yeah go ahead but it's like it, it's not like not to show your ego especially when everybody else is doing it around you you know what i mean like every single person, whether it be your parents, your family members, everybody around you showing some sort of ego. So it kind of just gets out there for me. Bro, there's this cool uh, quote I heard. It's like, if no, ma- no matter how enlightened you think you are, go spend a week at your parents' house or something like that, and you'll be really tested. And that's yeah. like, that's-, that's where it gets hard. That's where it gets fucking hard. It's like when you're around people who aren't in that spot with you, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's easy to be present to the moment and kind and think of love for everyone when you're in the monastery but as soon as you come out of the monastery and you're in the real world that's when like the real tests happens like how how good of a person can you be and that's kind of what like philosophy and ideally religion things like that should be kind of pushing you towards exactly but it's hard to even define what's good and bad because some things that are meant to be good are can also be bad for other people yeah, well, that's why uh, America says, like, whatever, whatever in the pursuit of happiness, like, life, love, in the pursuit of happiness, it's, like, provided it doesn't infringe on anyone else's. Like, that's one of the issues that I've seen. Um, yeah, and it's, it's like, like I, yeah, continue. Yeah, I was, just, I was just saying, like, it's an issue that I should be able to pursue what I want to pursue as long as it doesn't bother anyone else. And then, like, yeah, other people should pursue what they want to pursue. So if we go back to this gay argument and how they weren't allowed to be gay before it's like just leave them alone like leave them alone and let them be gay like don't you like, don't have to start a whole you know, like it is what it is they're living their lives to the fullest yeah exactly and it's like i don't want them to like and now the pendulum's kind of swinging and it's like hey like you can't just be this because it's bad to just be like a cishet male blah 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 and it's like well i mean hello you leave me the fuck alone as well i'm just vibing bro like yeah it's I'm like i've been like doing my business like don't i don't need anyone telling me what's good for me i don't need that like i can deal with myself like what i don't need this influence of other people i got my like little little tribe of people that i care about and we can we can monitor each other like i don't need some random fucking people telling me what what's... i should and should not believe exactly or it's like you don't need anybody to tell you what's good and bad if they don't even know themselves what truly is good and bad i mean i think us as humans in general we we define good based off of what other people have done in the past and then bring it back to like you know what i mean like we look at like history itself is the biggest reason why we have we know or quote unquote know what good and bad is you know for example we could go back to world war ii what hitler did was bad right and then it's like the west 
what they did was good. But then when you look into it more, what were they doing during that war to other countries as well? So it's like good and bad in themselves. It's like, yes, we base it off of our history, but but even if we actually were to look into history in general, we'd see there's like good and bad in a lot of other countries as well, even though they were deep. Am I wrong to say that? I So like, number one, one of the things that no one really talks about is how Russia raped everyone in Berlin on their way through there to get to Hitler's bunker. Like once they took Berlin, they went on a little rape fest and no one really talks about that. Um, but America also would have done the same thing. I think America was raping people in, in Vietnam and shit like that. It's sort of something that they, they try to cover that part up, you know? Um, yeah, and so also, yeah, I guess like, sorry, good. yeah, what, what's up? What's other that? things that they did, like, for example, the country of Palestine, uh, right after the war, they were ba- like, the, their land was forced to be taken away without any say, even after offering, you know, Israelis the like the home that they sh- they that they got offered. Mm-hmm. Came in and they're like, okay, you're not having this land anymore. This is for these people, and you're not allowed to cross bounds, or else we'll retaliate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like stuff like that is also like also happened, and then it's like that's why it's so hard to define what's good and bad nowadays because like everybody does good and bad. There is no in between. Yeah, I agree with that. I I guess actually on that topic, so this isn't something I know a lot about, but like, like they had a war in Israel. I think it was like 1950 or something like that. They had a war. And then like a lot of these Islamic countries came against Israel and Israel won the war. Um, And then, so I, I guess, like, for me, it's kind of weird that it's disputed land because it's like, well, they won the war. Um, and it's like, why aren't we disputing what is Sweden and what is Norway? It's because, the, like, they won the war or whoever won the war. And that's how it's settled, you know? Um, and it's kind of like, yeah, the way I've seen things, it's like, well, people have been conquering other people for since people existed. So is it, um, like... Uh, yeah, I guess I just don't understand why it's in debate if, like, yeah, they went to war for this land and then someone, like, these guys lost it. I don't know. I feel it's, like, because we're in a newer, we're in, like, a more civilized society, we don't play by those rules yet, but, like, all of our countries are divided specifically based on that rule set. Hmm. Honestly, I didn't look at it like that. It was more the fact that Yes, the Middle East sided with uh, Palestine at the time, but they didn't do much with that because then all these bigger countries got involved during that war, like America, mm-hmm. uh, etc. America and England, specifically UK, America and the United Kingdom put themselves into that war and basically said, hey, if you guys overstep your ba- bounds, we'll retaliate. So then it just became this thing where America and England kept supplying Israel the latest technology to keep fighting and eventually win because Palestine was 
didn't have much military force to begin with back then. Mm-hmm. Well, so, that's kind of what they're doing. But then, yeah, that's the issue too. It's like, that's also what they're doing with Ukraine. Who's, good, who's right, who's wrong, you know? Like America's loading Ukraine up. Um, so like Ukraine wouldn't be able to beat Russia without the America's backing. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, this might be very controversial. I don't know what the good and bad that's going on in Ukraine. Yes, I think what the Russians are doing, like Russia, what Russia is doing is wrong. But at the same time, are what we're doing right now, is it really right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that they like, I'm just saying this could have been resolved in such a more civil way. I mean, if America didn't attempt to like, provoke russia the way they did for like years now for like 30 years plus maybe we wouldn't have this atrocity going on maybe it would have been a more peaceful world maybe Mm -hmm. that never happened there's like so many what ifs because i feel like if we remove all the social media bias biases and all these like propaganda type media basically telling you what's right and wrong and we just looked at it just based off of actual context without any biases within it I mm. think the story would be told a lot differently I agree with you and I think um, yeah so like the reason I don't pay attention to this war at all is like I have zero faith that any of the information that I've been getting is uh, is accurate you know everything seems to be handed to us with a agenda behind it right so I mean I just watched over the course of two two years, just like be completely lied to about so many things in in terms of the pandemic, and um, now they're talking about bringing masks back and shit. And it's like, well, like, like upon what science, bro? Upon what science? And like, you're just gonna be able to wear some fucking cloth mask. You made it into t-shirt, and that you know, like, why the fuck are we doing that? Um, and so I got to see all this, and then I got to see all these people talking uh, talking like this is the way to do it, or and like I can tell. I can see that they're lying and the, the science backs up that they're lying, but they just, it's just pure propaganda. And now you expect me to believe one side of this conflict is evil and one side is not, you know? Um, so it's just like, I have no idea. And I just try to stay out of it. Like, I actually don't know anything that's going on in the war simply because it's like, bro, like, I don't give a, I don't know what's going on in Yemen either. I don't know what happened in fucking, Liberia. I don't know what happened, what's going on in Nigeria. I don't know what's going on in all these world uh, things. So, like, why the fuck am I supposed to have an opinion on Ukraine and Russia? It's like, it's like reading a story. It's like reading a book from the 200th page and on, expecting you to understand what that book is. You know what I mean? There's just not... And you aren't even sure if, like, whatever, you know, you're not even sure if it's the right book or if it's, like, an accurate book. It's like, it could just be plant shit planted in there. So... Yeah, so for me, as far as I'm concerned, like the Ukraine-Russia war isn't happening um, because that's the same thing with like the genocide in Yemen that's going on right now. Like we just don't pay attention to it we just don't because, pay- the fucking, because it's the Saudis and fucking America who are doing it and they're the good guys. It's like, okay, we're not paying attention to that, but we're supposed to pay attention to this one. It's like, I'm, how about I just don't pay attention to shit? And uh, yeah, like the same thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus on what's in my control as like, stoicism would say it's like, our it's love. In my control yes 
like we can all pray for these countries the best like of course i want your ukraine and all these countries to flourish and have those people live their lives but it's not like you and i can do anything about it and it's not like it's not like we're giving like we're getting given like the full context where there's no biases in it whatsoever how am i supposed to believe something based off of some somebody else's perspective there's no truth to that because that's just what's true to that certain person, whoever's sending out this information. It's not true for mm-hmm. what's actually going on, like factual evidence. It just somebody taking some of that evidence and then twisting it very corruptly and making it this entire thing where it's like good and evil, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, at what point can we just take people's words for it? Because it's all based off of countries' perspectives. This is what they believe. It's not what the whole world believes. It's not what's actually going on. The only way you... Yeah, we also have, like, uh, we have, like, such a mixed community at this point. It's like, bro, I don't even know what, like, you know, it's sort of, like, if if the powers that be think it's like, okay, here's what's good for the nation. Like, I believe the, the World Economic Forum, I think they actually think what they're doing is right. Um, they've probably made some calculations like, yeah, like the way the fucking world is going, we need to kind of have a bunch of drones who can work the fucking levers on the, on the, on the matrix, I guess we'll call it, um, that they could do that without fucking anything up, um, without like overthrowing and like thinking, um, that's better for everyone involved. Um, and maybe they're right, but yeah, for me, it's like, well, I don't, you know, I, I'd rather not be lied to and I would like to just like kind of make my own decisions, but um, but I, I actually now use it. I'm not sure what you usually talk about on this talk, but this is what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, one of the things I found out, did you know that only 16% of the population has an IQ above 115? Really? Yeah. So uh, that means like, and that 115 is not that smart. So like the average person is actually quite dumb. Um, and so, yeah, like they kind of need like the smarter people to tell them what to do, you know? And that's why you can't, yeah, that's why for me, I'm like, don't tell me what to do. Like I can make my own decisions. But then like the vast majority of people, they actually need to be told what to do. For me, I, I look at it the same way because like your IQ is less than 115. Don't worry, buddy. No, it's not. (laughs) It's not. But I mean, like that's but like what is that based off of is that based off of just a bunch of tests where like within a bunch like let's say three different countries and they just base that okay so so i'm not i'm not actually sure which uh like what are the what are the data points on that but those those are the data points like i'm not sure what countries it was taken in like maybe that's usa maybe that's north america maybe that's like the western world maybe that's everywhere you know um because we can also look like you can google the iq of like random countries and there's like an average right i think Mm -hmm. china has like the highest average but yeah so if you're if you're looking at um things like to do with iq which is actually is like a very good way of determining someone's intelligence which like i mean that's what they say it is but you know but that like surprisingly it's actually accurate um Mm -hmm. it's you can also just look at the people around you you know most people are pretty fucking dumb um, yeah. 
I'm not even going to lie. When I walk around and see how people talk and act, I think they're drones because they're all. Yeah, exactly. They're not making their own decisions for themselves. That's what I see nowadays. Like, that's more common where Mm -hmm. people are deciding their own fate via what they see around them or what they hear around them, should I say. Not the hear. And that's like a common thing now because we're never given real context to anything anymore. It's just just how it goes now. And I think people are getting dumber because of probably social media. I'm not going to lie. I mean, if that, like, yeah, the whole IQ thing is true, I blame it on social media. (laughs) I mean, like, nowadays I could even tell, like, the average person's attention span now is so horrible like so bad and that's based off of what we created now people just want to see a 30 second clip or read a first paragraph off a newspaper and then they're good they they, they think that's all they need you know what i mean like but not- then so so uh playing playing devil's advocate once again number one uh i was confused because i posted i started posting shit on tiktok of it like five six months ago or something like that and i didn't really like i'm like oh just all my random thoughts i'm just gonna put them on tiktok and like they're gonna be three minute long videos like there's no flashy anything like i'm not even on the videos it's just like my voice and there's uh like background fucking like me walking through egypt was like the first one that kind of took off a little bit um like with a thought of mine and this thought it like I don't know. For, for me, I thought like, oh, TikTok's for five second clips, 10 second clips. Like the attention span is so low. I run a video marketing agency. I tell people on sales call the fucking the the attention span is so low. Now we're now less than a goldfish, which was like done in a study by Microsoft. Microsoft found that we have like an attention span of, of a goldfish. Um, and so speaking of truth, like how true is that? You know, like what's the what's the purpose of that? But I say I use that in um, in sales calls, the fucking like that we have low attention spans. So that's why a company needs a video so as to like capture people's attention so they can sell more, sell more of whatever product. That's what that's what my company does. Right. Um, But then on TikTok, I have like three minute long videos of me just like on some fucking ramble that goes all over the place and people watch it. And um, they're like, this is this is great. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I was told this would not work ever on Instagram, on TikTok. I told I was told everyone here is retarded. And like we have like the lowest attention spans. Why are they watching me talk about fucking like castles for three minutes? You know, Um, so I'm not I'm not even sure. Like, I think I have a pretty fucking horrible attention span. But like I can focus on shit if I need to, you know. Oh, and so the other thing, what we were talking about, you also mentioned like paragraphs, like they'll only read the first paragraph of an article. I, re- I would put all this down to like, it's our job to be entertaining in a way too. Yeah, like, of course. This if, is- I, if I don't, hang on, let me finish. Um, so like, like in copywriting, you have your headline. Your headline is, what's the purpose of the headline? To make someone curious enough that they want to read your subheadline. And the job of the subheadline is to make someone start reading the the actual like the next sentence of your of your of your sales copy. So it's like everything in in copywriting, which is like the most useful tool that you can do in, in marketing, 
um, is designed to like capture people's attention in a cool way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, yeah, you hear like that, like people only read the first paragraph. It's like, well, I mean, if, if they, if they're intrigued enough, they won't. And copywriting is a pretty old thing. You know, these, these are like rules that we, that we've been talking about since like the 1910s. And, yeah. um, and so, yeah, it's something that's always been around. So I don't know. I, I, I just, I'm not sure if I agree with you, but I'm also not sure of the truth. The thing is, like, this is just based off of my own perspective, so it might not be even true for you, and I'm completely, like, fine with that. It's just, like, Mm -hmm. when I see it around me, I always put, like, social media has definitely been, like, a good thing in certain aspects for a lot of people, even in terms of mine and your lives. We do this. Like, we do social media. We we enjoy doing this. But... Mm -hmm. I think it's damaged people's attention spans because now people just want just want to get to the point without going through the struggle of, you know, reading an entire article or watching a 30 minute video or 30 minute documentary to get full context of a situation. I mean, fucking hell, there was a documentary about, uh, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer, right? Of course. People would rather watch the TV show than the documentary and find the TV show more interesting because they don't want to go through the struggle. They don't want to go through the whole thing where they're looking through so many different perspectives because there's so many people talking in that doc. I watched both the show and the documentary. Me personally, I enjoyed the documentary more because there's a lot more context because it's not just like, it's not just a story in a TV form. It's actually the entire story and other people's perspectives, not just one perspective. Whereas to the show, it's like there's only one perspective. And nowadays, people only like to follow the one perspective. That's why that show is a lot more bigger because there's only one perspective. It's a lot more simplistic. There isn't like so many other people's perspectives coming into that story. Whereas to the documentary, there are and there are so many different things like aspects to the character of Jeffrey Dahmer in that documentary. Whereas to the show, he's more one dimensional. He does this cause he does that. And he does that cause he does this. It's just like, that's what we are used to now. We just want the one perspective and we'll follow the one perspective because it's big and popular. It's basically like a majority kind of like a majority draw thing you know what i mean (laughs) like whatever the majority believes people just follow that's what media has created because there's always going to be a like if let's say people like i've even had people i've talked to base everything because something was trending on twitter think about that it is not the best way to look at things for sure um, and, and yeah, I guess it's hard for me to say because like I'm actually in like this um, like this vacuum where all of my friends are quite intelligent and we are like successful business people. So like my buddy, um, my buddy Fergal in the other room, he uh, he just got a job and he's like, I like I can't believe what other people do. You know, they're just sort of weird. And like all my friends, we're just like killers, you know. Um, so. 
I don't really know what the average person is like, but what I do know is that story in my, in my opinion, anyway, story is like the most powerful way of, uh, of like conveying information and we're like hardwired to pay more attention to a story. So it's like a documentary. Yeah. It's telling a story, but like a story can go into anything. Right. So like, if you were to say, my name is Yusuf, like, and someone says, tell me about you, Yusuf, you need to go through all of the infinite thing, or I guess not infinite, but like the nearly infinite experiences that you've had in your life. And you have to like pinpoint what's useful and what's not, what will convey the information in a good way, you know? So like, if I'm telling you about my day, do I tell you like, oh yeah, like I brushed my teeth. I mean, it's kind of like assumed, you know, like no one really, it doesn't really get to the point or yeah like if i'm telling a story about how uh like i got to where i'm at in my um like from the airport to my place like i don't talk about certain aspects of it because we like pick and choose constantly what's important to tell in a story um and so like if you're not doing that well number one you're probably autistic because like we automatically do this right yeah something that um that we can't turn off we're all just good at this um naturally and so when we're like everything that in my opinion is like based on story and people are going to follow like more of a story. Cause it's like, if you are, if you're like writing the, the fucking Jeffrey Dahmer movie, it's like, you can't include everything. So you have to pick and choose what's the most important. And then like, like I'm sure the Jeffrey Dahmer thing could have been like 20 episodes, but then they're like, okay, what's the actual, what's the actual thing that we want to tell? What's the story that we want to tell? And it's like, okay, like we have eight, we have eight hours to tell it what has to go what has to stay and sometimes i'll like i make these videos about winston churchill i fucking love winston churchill and mm -hmm. people are like oh you didn't talk about the bengali famine blah 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 i'm like yeah well, like it has nothing to fucking do with what i'm talking about so of course i'm not going to talk about the bengali famine you know it's like you can't leave that out it's like well yeah i can because it doesn't have anything to do like i also didn't i like didn't write the amount of times that he fucking had a nap in the afternoon you know like i don't need to talk about that shit because it's not important for the point I'm making it happened, but like, what's the important thing here? Right. So we're constantly like sifting through what to take, what not to take. And yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's, I personally think it's super cool. And that's where like, you know, that's how we passed through like mythology. Like we had all these cool, like fucking dragon adventure stories, like the hero's journey, things like that throughout, uh, throughout history, because like we had that before we even knew how to write. Um, and then from there, like all of our religions that we use right now, they're based on a story. Like if you look at Buddhism, fucking um, Gotama, uh, Siddhartha Gotama, he like was enclosed in his palace and then he left one day because he saw like, uh, he saw someone getting old and then he's like, oh, there's some, like there's suffering in the world. I need to like go explore this more. And then he fought these fucking monsters and all the shit. And then he got, uh, and he got enlightened under the Bodhi tree. It's like a cool story. Jesus Christ, same thing. Fucking Muhammad. Uh, like I, I, I heard the story about Muhammad as a goat herd or something like that, and um, it's cool, but it's it's needed. Otherwise, no one would pay attention to it. You know, like of course. you can't just ha you can't have the Ten Commandments without a story around them. Otherwise, no one's gonna remember shit. Or else so it's like remember it, yeah. So, yeah. So it's like a weird thing where it's like yeah, like without story, the facts are useless. And without, like, you can, I can tell you, like, random facts, but, like, unless you, I can paint you a picture, you're not going to retain any of it. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of, like, 
And so, like, it's not even a thing where the media did this. It's something that's kind of been going on for history. Um, and we're just sort of, I mean, me personally, I'm just kind of recognizing it and finding it to be a very interesting thing. I'm trying not to put, like, uh, like good and bad on it. It's just like, okay, like, if I'm, if I'm going to fight the demons, like, of, like, CNN, for example, like, the, the mainstream media, it's like, I got to just tell better stories, you know? um that's how that's how i think you get it get around it cnn fails to tell a good story (laughs) cnn fucking sucks bro that's uh they're the reason i got all like um militarized against uh against the whole covid narrative like my parents are watching it one day and they're like i just saw that fucking como guy just lying and i was like oh that guy's lying like i didn't know anything like i'm like all i know is copywriting and people you know like I just have social skills and I know how to like, I know how to tell stories because that's what like my company does. I've got like five years of experience doing this um, yeah. at the time. And then I was like, then I saw him talking about like his experience with COVID and all this stuff. And I was like, wait, he's lying here. He's telling a story to make me afraid. And then I was like, you know, then I, then that kind of like woke it up and I started looking into it and I was like, Oh, this whole thing's a fucking rock of shit. I think there are certain stories that you have to tell with other perspectives, not just your own. For example, like we said, COVID, right? We're just basing it. Like people are getting afraid off of that one guy and how he was feeling. And then they don't even explain simple facts like health conditions. What type of health Mm -hmm. condition was he before he had COVID rather than after? What was he, what was his habits? Like eating habits, smoking habits, like everything coincides because like I can tell you now, everybody that I know had COVID, quote unquote, all of them, something different happened to them. Something completely different. One, it was just a common cold. The other could barely breathe, but he was also a big smoker. Um, uh, Another with asthma. So like, you know, it was hard for him to even walk around his house because he had COVID. So it's like. Mm -hmm that person was just basing it off of his own perspective without giving us volatile information where he didn't tell us about, let's say how healthy was he before he had COVID? What if he had the flu and he was feeling the same symptoms? You know what I mean? Like there's so many different Mm -hmm. things you got to take into account before you tell that story or else it's just like, you're just bullshitting. It's just bullshit at that point. Your story is bullshit. Exactly. And it's just anecdotal evidence at this point, right? It's like, well, you know, you're, okay, you had this, you know, like my uh, my mechanic died from COVID. So then my parents are like, you're going to die if you get COVID. Like, I just recovered from COVID last week. I'm just, it was just annoying. <laughs> like, I was just sitting here in my house like, fuck. Like, yeah. My nose, my nose is stuffy. And, and that was it, but, you know? Not to say COVID is not bad. It is, it's a virus at the end of the day. So mm-hmm. it's bad in some sort of way. We don't want to spread it around. We don't want to go out there and hug every single person we have. But I'm just saying, like, there's so many different, like, situations for COVID to the point where it's more like a common cold than anything for people that live the healthy lifestyle. I've I've seen people recover from COVID in two days a day. Mm-hmm. And that's because they're healthy people. All they do is work out eat healthy, uh, do sports, and that's it. And they recover quickly because they don't have, they don't smoke, they don't drink, they don't do any of that things, those things. Because, like, at the end of the day, without that, con- like, we need context to where, like, to see if it's dangerous. 
why is it dangerous less dangerous for this person because like with all the health conditions that he might have had or why is it less dangerous for this person without these health conditions and it's just the whole thing where you gotta give that type of context is all i'm saying There's yeah like- I, I, yeah i guess it's also like a lot of it's just down to luck you know um you know like or like genetics Gen- things like that like like i kind of live uh like i live a fairly healthy healthy like well fairly healthy i live like a super healthy life um and yeah i was like i i got sick last sunday i want to say well like i'm not sure but let's say it's last sunday um and then i was like kind of not really too hurting for like monday tuesday and but i could kind of feel it i was like yeah i feel contagious so i canceled my philosophy club and then like wednesday thursday friday i was still kind of like feeling it and then i started getting better on uh yeah like friday is the first day i started kind of coming out of it but it was like the whole time it wasn't bad it was just annoying you know um and i was like fuck like i'm a champion i'll get over this in a day but then it actually lasted like six days and i was like what the fuck but but yeah it's like sort of luck you know yeah it also depends on genetics as well we don't know everything about ourselves in terms of genetics because let's be honest we don't really care to unless it becomes a problem that's just how we are we live our lives Mm -hmm. fullest every day until a hurdle right so with the whole COVID thing it's kind of dodgy because there's so many different things you got to look at and not enough time to look at it because it's spreading around so quickly yeah exactly and then yeah so from my from my perspective again is also just like don't worry about it uh like all of the information you will get from people i actually trust our our boy john campbell he's the only dude i'll trust um and everyone else yeah it's like fuck them um especially the news i don't trust the information given to me from anyone except for john campbell pretty well um and yeah besides that i just also ignore it like i never really even like the two times i've had COVID. It didn't even cross my mind. I had COVID until I was like, oh, wait, I can't really taste right now, I think. Yeah, I guess. If it just came down to, like, let's say they got, I I, I would trust the news more if they got, like, 50 different people at the same time who had COVID, right? And they Mm. all felt the same symptoms, and they all had similar health conditions, and they actually got genetically tested to see what other conditions they had, and they all had the same type of recovery time or something different. Then it would be more believable because those statistics are there to show that it didn't matter between their genetic code or whatever is going on with their body in general. Right. Yeah. But I guess we have to look at, uh, yeah, I guess most people, they just have, you know, they have biases. Like they don't want, they don't want you. They don't want to give you the full information. They don't want to give you any power whatsoever. They want to have more control. So you said, let me ask you a question, buddy. Let me yeah. ask you a question. What What do you usually uh, What do you usually talk about on um, on on your podcast? On my podcast, what I usually talk about. Hmm. Honestly, <laughs> lately it's been about like relationship stuff because like that's yeah. what we get asked, and that's what gets more views in a certain way for some reason. And then mm-hmm. we also talk about celebrities of course and the dumb shit they do just what do you mean of, what do you mean of course like that's not a that's not an obvious one what kind of celebrities did you see uh kodak black is shaving his dreads and getting a six-pack to win over zendaya <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay. fair play to our boy best of luck to him no but i'm talking about like 
the other day we were talking about 50 cents kid and how stupid he really is Mm -hmm. because he was going at 50 for paying 80k a year of child support saying that wasn't enough yeah which is really fucking dumb especially because that's because 50 cent also bought this kid a house right like bought him an entire house already paid for no mortgage no nothing and then on top of that gave him 6k a month for every year so that kid was living a really good lifestyle if you think about it and he's still complaining about it saying that wasn't enough because he didn't know how to manage his time or money Mm-hmm. When are you, when are you gonna give me six k a month, Yusuf? Um, um, when I'm very, 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 very famous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the I'm on the bottom of the list, probably. I gotta I gotta wait for your parents to get fucking retired. All that. No, no. I'll, I'll keep looking out, though. I'll keep looking out. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you do you ever have it? Do you ever have where you're looking at someone on um? on Instagram, you're like, fuck, like, I would like to unfollow this person. And then you look and they're they're following you and you're like, fuck, like, I kind of know them in real life. Like, not really, but you know, we're kind of acquaintances and they're sort of annoying now. And I just don't want to follow them anymore, but they're following you. So you just don't, you just like, yes, every time you see them, you're like, ah, I've had that so many times. And it's like, so annoying because you don't because like if you do it you're the one in the wrong <laughs> like mm-hmm. i feel bad i'm like you know like like i i'll i'll go through i've been on like this thing where now i'm not really dating anymore so i just like have been unfollowing my thoughties that i was going to be following up with or like just you know um i'm unfollowing all these people and i'm like well i get it, it looks like they unfollowed me a while ago as well so it's not that big of a deal yeah and sometimes i see they're still following me and i'm like uh, do I want to do this first? You know, I was like, I feel bad. Um, but I've been doing it lately. But yeah, I got like a couple of buddies or like buddies, like just acquaintances. And they're just posting dumb shit. And I'm like, I yeah. don't, yeah. I don't really care about this shit anymore. You know? Yeah. for that, I've had that too. But like in terms of like girls, I've hit kind of a stag because like for some reason now, what I like to do is look into also conversation, not just looks. You know what I mean? Like, I can. I guess you, you can't really. You can't. I know. I know people say that, and it's a cool thing to say. But like, looks are also. Quite no, no, they do play a part. Relationship, you know. No, 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 they do play an um, important part for anybody, right? But I mean, in terms of like, for some reason, like me personally, it's not for me to sound cool or anything. But if I find like the conversations we have to be really fucking dumb, I'm just unattracted. Like. And, like, I don't expect somebody to have all these smart-ass conversations like what we're having right now, right? Because uh, it's not for everybody. Not everybody's like this, where they like to conversate about topics like this. But, I mean, like, in terms of just being able to hold their own when I'm not around type conversation. Like, so I know they can hold their own when, they're, when I'm not around and I can trust them. Like, if somebody's really fucking dumb, I don't think I could trust them. That's why I'm unattractive, because there's not that trust there. You know what I mean? Kind of, yeah. Um, I guess it's like, I love having dumb conversations. It's at a a one-time thing that's completely different. But I mean, like, 
attracted in terms of the long term, I, I can't without I mean it, it's like you want to have the you want to have the ability to have them, but you don't, you know, like I think what like if we're having like this conversation we've had today, Yusuf, has been quite logical. And um yeah, it's like it's not as fun as it could be, you know, if we're just talking shit. I actually like that about uh like talking shit on celebrities. I gotta pay more attention to what they're up to. But yeah, like, you know, gossip and all that shit. That's kind of like what we also evolved to do. Um, and so it's, it's fun, you know, like we, we enjoy that. It's just entertaining. We we wanna talk about this stuff because we just think it's really fucking dumb. We're just mm-hmm. pointing out all the stupid shit that they've done. It, and then just laughing at it and but the thing is i try my best to add the context and then if i don't have context i say allegedly and then i say if that's true then this this and that (laughs) and then just make Mm -hmm. fun of of the whole situation because at the end of the day i make fun of it because i think it's so stupid that everybody else is talking about it like this is what we've come to right now like kanye west you guys talking about our boy yeah talked about kanye too how do you feel about Kanye? Oh, uh, I think I only got a couple minutes. So give me a give me a give me your your cliff notes on the Kanye situation. The Kanye situation, I think. The thing is, I think he's really smart in what he's doing, but also very, very, very stupid, at the same time. How how so, Yusuf? How so, Yusuf Kader? <laughs> he's smart because he's uh getting his name out there by saying all this controversial shit and he genuinely believes it too so i don't i believe in freedom of speech he's allowed to say whatever he wants to say right but he's also really stupid for getting his opinion out there on national television with pierce morgan <laughs> i like that's what i think is stupid like saying yeah. all that well, shit he, he, pierce morgan is crazy and I don't like Bro, Pierce. He, no, fuck Pierce. He actually just had this, um, like, he just did an interview with Lex Fridman as well, and that was one of the best. One of the best. Yeah. I actually wrote down. I actually wrote down what his um, fucking. Hang on, let me try and find the find the quote. What he, I, I wrote down. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Why I think it's stupid is because, specifically, he's talking to Pierce of all people. He's gonna antagonize everything that he'll fucking that you'll fucking say. Right. Just so he can, you know, get his name out there, you know, interviewing Kanye. So he's just saying a bunch of shit. And then Kanye. Hang on. You ready? You ready to hear? Uh, you ready to hear Kanye's apology uh, to Jewish people on Lex Friedman? I wrote I wrote it down verbatim. He says, I'm sorry I put out a sleepy, sleepy tweet. I'm sorry I said that I was 512 or 511 on Tinder. My cock is not 14 inches. OK, I lied. It's only 13. I'm sorry. OK. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's the type of that's the type of apologies i want to see going forward yeah um, but yeah like I, actually i think for uh for a boy kanye one of the interesting things is like he wanted out of his brand deal with adidas and he wanted out of his brand deal with gap but he had like another three or four years left on his contract and now he's out of both of them that's why so now he's smart. so it's kind of fucking like there's a you know, some people might say like, "Oh, like he probably shouldn't have said this shit." Blah 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 blah. Um, but I mean, if that was the, you know, I, I don't know. It's so weird hearing Kanye talk because it's like, is he, is he going for this? Like, is this why he did what he did? Did he really do all that shit? Did he really say all that shit just to get out of his contracts? Because like, 
He got canceled, and now he's good to go. Oh, there's a beautiful bird out here. You said. It's a beautiful bird. <laughs> no, but I'm saying he, he convinced, like, he convinced himself to believe what he's saying during that interview. Like, I could just tell by his face that he's, like, convincing himself as the interview is going because Pierce Morgan's antagonizing to him to the point where he just mm -hmm. keeps going off harder and harder. And I'm like, I just think it did that on Pierce Morgan's show because that's what got him canceled. If it was on any other, like, television show, I bet you they'd be a lot more calm. And then they'd probably try to defend Kanye by, you know, elaborating for him and speaking for him. But Pierce Morgan's a different type of interviewer where he just speaks for you in the shittiest light. I mean, have you seen the Andrew Tate interview? Literal Bro, that was the most frustrating thing ever. Bro, that was so annoying. Like, he was implying he was a pedophile. He was doing all this shit. <laughs> yeah, that was some fuckery. And it was like, yeah, Andrew didn't do too good either. Like, he kind of feel he got uh, he got overwhelmed by the by the moment. But yeah, it was sort of um, like he did good, but he did like you know he he wasn't walking all over people like he usually does. Um, and like yeah, when you hear Jordan Peterson, he's fucking I don't know. Like I, I would like to get into some of these debates. Actually, they seem you know I think you're gonna learn a lot from them, and you like go back and watch them back and see where you fucked up and like where you could have been more on point, things like that. I think that's an important, it's an important skill, especially if you're being attacked. Like fucking, there was times in there where Piers Morgan was attacking Andrew Tate, right? Um, and then like on Piers' end, it's like he's got to, like when he's talking to Kanye, he's like, apologize to the Jewish people. And like, I understand what Kanye's saying. He's like, bro, I already said I'm fucking sorry. Like, what more do you want? Like everyone keeps harping on it. And he's like, bro, just leave me the fuck alone. Like I said, sorry. Now we'll let the dust settle. Like I can't just sit here. And like, he's on Lex Freeman podcast. He's like, so do I have to like, suck howard Stern or yeah howard Stern's dick he's like and then like lex Friedman's like no why would you have to do that it's like fucking like i've apologized like what more do you want you want to keep bringing it up over and over again and it's like yeah i kind of get it like fucking like he apologized on pierce morgan he apologized on lex Friedman, and then he's like trying to move on and then everyone just keeps bringing it back to like but you said this and it's like yeah he did but he said he's sorry too so like let's for sure got a lot of people pissed off the what? The White Lives Matter shirt. Mm -hmm. That, yeah, like, that was crazy to me. Not because of, like, the shirt itself. Again, he could believe whatever he wants to believe. That's, I don't care, right? That's his own beliefs. I, he can stay with those beliefs. I've given freedom of speech for everybody. If you want to do like if you want to say something and that's your opinion and if you truly believe that's your opinion then go ahead just do your own thing but like that was crazy to me because of how influential he is because most of these guys are the most censored people on the planet mm -hmm. even andrew tate in a way he censored himself a lot even though he normally doesn't because he's on national tele television he's all of a sudden all professional and he's going back on what he said he believes on his own podcasts right mm -hmm. but it's like seeing that was just crazy to me because of how influential he is and also how beloved kanye was before that moment because a lot of people loved kanye before that moment and then he just threw it all away to the point where 
he might get the same Andrew Tate treatment where he might get banned from banks and all this other shit like Tate did. Mm-hmm. And he's I guess because um, he already I guess lost, the, the... he lost four hundred million dollars in terms of his net worth. That but, is... but that's what that's the, that's the thing though. Like you don't like I don't know. For me, it's like okay, he what happened to the four hundred million? Like why did it? Why or even more than that? Like now he's worth four hundred million accordingly. But it's like what happened? It's like okay, he he lost his deal with Easy, which brought him away from it. But it's like for me, as far as I'm concerned, or like very clearly, he's just gonna do the Easy deal like by himself now. And now he's cut out the middleman, so it's like within the next year, he's gonna be worth a billion dollars again. So it's all kind of fucking made up. So it's like, did he fuck up? I think he's just kind of looking long term on this. He's like, okay, now he's out of all that. Now he's his own boss. And fucking Sway was right, you know. I'm just, um, and about the, I'm just saying about the white lives matter thing. It's like, I guess if you look at what the BLM movement is, you know, um, fuck that movement, you know, like, uh, fuck, uh, whatever they're, um, like the actual, the actual organization, they're like buying fucking mansions for their people. They, this dude fucking paid, they're giving like hundreds of thousands of dollars to like trans rights groups kind of thing. It's like, well, people, you know, people donated to that to support black lives, you know, and there's a bunch of different shit around, um, like just sketchy shit that they're doing, you know, like the, the girl fucking one of the main leaders, she paid her baby daddy, like fucking a lot of cash for, for what, like without being able to justify it. It's like, okay, there's, there's crookedness throughout this whole fucking shenanigans. So yep. it's like, if you're going to just cancel Kanye for that, it's like, why aren't we canceling? You know, why don't we look at why did he say what he said is uh, like a better idea of what we should do. Um, and that's something we can talk about further on another on another talk. Cause... And the thing is, like, there's also other movements where, for example, the Palestinian Lives Matter movement. A lot of people hated what I had to say about it because, mm-hmm. like I literally said on the podcast, I do not support that movement whatsoever. It is a trash of a movement. And yeah. who went to those protests should be ashamed of themselves for doing the, those disgusting actions that they did. Because when somebody was protesting their protest, right? You know what they decided to do? Jump the guy. 40 people deep jumped a bunch of other people that were just protesting mm-hmm. for their own people as well. We're protesting for our people. They're protesting for their own people. I think it's fair game. If you want to send out a message, that's not the right way. Because that just paints you in a bad light. And it's the same thing with the BLM movement. If it wasn't portrayed the way it was portrayed in 2020, maybe it would have been more of a bigger conversation where something would have gotten done. But the looting, the fucking vandalism, the like just the straight up carnage is not was never the right way to go about it. That's not even freedom of speech. That's just criminal you know like i guess it comes down to all like there's a lot of problems with it but like the whole kind of movement where it's like you're looking at everything through the lens of uh you're looking at everything through the lens of race you know and that was like a frustrating thing for me like i you know maybe it's white privilege that like i don't really like to think of everything in terms of race like you can say that's my white privilege though i don't need to i don't need to do that but like realistically like I, like you shouldn't want to do that it, it sucks it sucks to have to look at everything through the lens of like am i saying this because of like some sort of 
like racist whatever and that like bitch uh robin d'angelo or whatever her name was um who wrote that like white uh white fragility book it's like she um you know she's just like saying that every single thing that you have every uh like interaction is filled with racism within it you know so like if you if you go to the store and you fucking buy like if if like you're in line or I, I don't know what the fucking example is but say like you uh like a black guy and a white guy walk in and then the the clerk says oh um like can i help you to the black guy it's because they're racist but if they say first can i help you to the white guy is because they're racist and it's just like bro why can't we just fucking like why do we have to try to find racism in everything like it's just so fucking weird to me um it is yeah i think it's like incredibly unhealthy for society as a whole but on another thing i think a lot of this is because people are kind of fat now and i think if you exercise and you go hard with your exercise you don't like really have the energy to have like an argument you know like i'm chilling right now i've had like a i didn't do anything today i went to like a party last night so i'm just like having a like a chill day uh, I got energy to argue all day. Like we shouldn't have the energy to argue. So we have like too much fucking spare time that like I can sit here and get all wound up about something. It's so fucking weird. Like I should be, I should be too tired from, from lifting or from like doing cool shit that I actually care about. Um, We're just working, bro. Just go to work. Do yeah, exactly. And I've, thing, and I've been working uh, all day, baby. I've been working all day. But um, but yeah, like if you if you do. don't have meaning in your life, if you don't have meaning in your life, you'll take meaning from like whatever, right? So then you're just like, oh, like this is this is important, but it's not like it's not at all. Yeah. It was like also during the Palestinian Lives Matter protests, I had a lot of DMs like from people that I wouldn't expect getting DMs, and they're like, why the fuck would you say that? You're you're choosing their side, and it's like. It's not even about sides anymore. It's about like mm-hmm. what we should be doing to spread the right message. Do it like fucking a bunch of people up for no reason, just because they were protesting their own beliefs while us while we were protesting our beliefs is not the right way to spread a message. If you want peace and unity, you should just keep doing your own protests and let them do their own thing. That's why I don't mm-hmm. like it's just that. It's just that that division is what pisses me off. Like, well, that division is also uh, that division is like purposely planted in there, right? Because it's better. It's better for the the powers. Of, like, there's an there's an enemy here, but the enemy is not fucking like it's your not- neighbor. The enemy is not like your people who are protesting. Whatever. Like, they've we've been fooled into thinking that this is a, a like it's us against them in terms of like say white lives matter versus black lives matter that's not the enemy the enemy is fucking whoever is orchestrating all this shit um and doing all this sketchy shit that you know like trying to tear us apart so that we're we're not uh, a united front we should be a united front but we can't be if like you know like i i so hang on let me just finish this here um but yeah this um like my i have uh, some some family members who are very like left-leaning kind of sjw types like finding racism and and things in a lot of things um but they're not my enemies you know like i don't like i love them they're my they're my family and they're they're my friends i don't need to like for me it's like we have a lot more in common than than different and i think like there's something going where it's trying to exasperate the the actual 
like the differences when there aren't as many as we think. Yeah, but the thing is with the whole SJW thing is like us, like I'm talking about like my people as a minority, we see it as liberal racism where it's like, yes, you're spreading the right message, but you're putting such connotations in it where it seems racist to even defend that in a way because it's like, you know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. like the, the like it's such a it's kind of like a backhanded compliment. It's like yes, what you're doing is good, but the way you're saying it can rub us the wrong way because we believe that's like because honestly, us like we actually prefer somebody to be outright racist rather than mm-hmm. have that's like oh, just because what just because there are a bunch of other Arabs that are terrorists doesn't mean he's a terrorist i'd rather have somebody just call me a terrorist than say that you know what i mean yeah because at the end of the day that is a thing especially nowadays where people try defending quote unquote but it seems more like an attack even though we also do appreciate the message at the same time it it can be like then off the us it's sort of it's the vibe of it so this is what my buddy uh my buddy mezier was saying and, and we we did a podcast on this and he's like yeah like a lot of it's saying it seems like it gives off like colonial vibes you're like oh they can't defend themselves so we're defending them for yeah, them exactly. you know and it's like that's still that's still racist dog like that's how like that's how like you got colonized that's how everyone got colonized is because like people were like oh like they can't they're simple people they don't know what's good for them, so we'll bring uh, Christianity to them, or we'll bring Islam to them, and we're gonna like fucking colonize this place. Um, I don't and really- it's like kind of the same thing. It's like if we're going to, you know, like oh, like you need to buy from black-owned businesses. It's like, but I, I don't know. It's like we need to give like business grants to black people, and we need to do all this. And it's like, well, like I mean, like well, we should just allow them to, like we should just allow everyone to do whatever they want to do. Like we don't need to. We, like, we don't- I don't need to hold their hand. Like, I don't need to fight for your rights, Yusuf. Like, you're strong enough to fight for your own rights. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's why, like, us being the minority look... Like, I don't blame people for doing the whole liberal racism thing because they don't even know it themselves because they have that privilege, right? Mm-hmm. But like, from the outside looking in, we actually get hurt more when people do that, like, hand-holding and saying all this shit because... Now that makes us feel weak as if we're like not on the same level as you or something. That's what you're implying, even though I know that's not the intention. So it's like, it's a weird thing. That's why that being a weird thing. That's why it's like, I do, I, me, myself, I do not support the whole SJW, like overly defending people at the end of the day. Everybody's got to fend for yourself for themselves. You got to worry about yourself before anybody else. So just mm-hmm. stay that way, you know. Yeah, like your own little tribe, your own little uh, like. Yeah, I, I used to think the nuclear family, but now I'm thinking like, yeah, like a little tribe, little group of people with like similar values. That's what you should focus on, and then like, don't really worry about what's going on with anything else and things like that. Yeah. And um, of course, people should speak out if they think it's wrong. Just say why it's wrong from your own perspective, not your perspective. Yeah us that's it amen to that brother amen to that and uh with that yusuf i do have to go um but yeah, yeah that's a very that's a very uh profound statement you made at the end there so yeah. you should you should uh make that into a tweet yeah i will i will thank you guys for watching the most podcast no one's watching it bro no one's watching it's just me and you here
Oh my god. Thank you. That's on the I'm the host. It was, uh... Hopefully in Mexico we'll have fun doing the whole podcast. And I'm probably gonna have cameras and vlog the whole thing, so that'll be fun. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, yeah, let, let me know, dog. Let me know. And Yeah, um, you're the one picking me up from the airport, so <laughs> I, I got it right yeah, there. Well, well, yeah, exactly. Well, let me know a couple days ahead of time, and then we'll uh, – I found a little, little small bed underneath my bed. My buddy was sleeping on it the other day, so we have a little doggy bed for you. Uh, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe business right, opportunities brother. too. I mean, who knows? What's that? Then maybe business opportunities there for me too. You never know. Maybe. All right, bro. Uh, yeah, like it was a, I had a lovely conversation with you, buddy. Yeah. Um, hey, bro. Let's do it again, brother. Yeah, of course. This time in Mexico. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace.